and welcome to Way Too Twog's Bagpipe and History Podcast, where I, your host Jeremy, explores the possible repertoire of 18th and early 19th century bagpipers. Come and let's enjoy some tunes. Here's the sound. Jeez. We're having some Dalwini 15 year to celebrate um, the end of 2022. Um, I'm not ready to call this the end of season six yet. I kind of think I might wind up with a another little kind of wee episode. Um, I have a set of small pipes that are nearing completion from Robert Felsberg, and I'm not sure when those are going to show up, but I think... It is possible that that might wind up being kind of the end of season six proper, is doing a bunch of cool tunes on um, those small pipes. Uh, But definitely this is going to be the last episode of 2022. And, you know, the other reason why I am leery to say this is the end of season six is I kind of don't know what the album is going to look like. I know that there have been some tunes this season that I absolutely love and I desperately want to be able to listen to more easily. At this point, I make the albums for me. Like, I... uh, it's I don't know. This is not good that I listen to my music probably more than anybody else does. But um, like that's that's the reality. I'm realizing um, the thing about uh, recording so many tunes for the podcast is it's really hard to remember any of them. Uh, but once there's an album recorded, then I can listen to the album and remember the tunes. And then that makes for really good like road trip tunes. If you're falling asleep, you can play along. Um, and for a person that was obsessed with trying to figure out 18th century, like bagpipe repertoire, now I've got it all and I can create it all. And it's all tunes that I love enough that I want to hear all the time. And, um, there isn't a ton of people playing them. So anyway, um, but yeah, I feel like I haven't played Highland pipes in, uh, like the entire season six. So I, I need to, kind of re-listen to everything and see if I need to do another episode that's like, here are some tunes that are filling a void in the audio space that will be the, um, yeah, that will be the Roly-Poly album. Um, that's the track title is Jackson's Roly-Poly. And, uh, so yeah, the next album will be called Roly-Poly of some sort. Um, I've been thinking about calling it Robin's Roly-Poly because I wrote a tune, or I didn't. I was trying to track down all the concordances with Jackson's Roly-Poly, stumbled across a tune that I really fell in love with. It clearly changed into its own thing, and I can't figure out where the original was. Anyway, so I've just called it Robin's Roly-Poly after my baby. Uh, who is not with us tonight. He is sleeping. Uh, anyway, I am rambling and uh, uh, having this down. We need to celebrate 2022. Mm, such a tasty, sweet honey liquor. Um, man, down any. That's, uh, that's good. Uh, anyway, today we are listening to a Scottish collection. Um, these are... I, I wish I took better notes. Um... I didn't know quite what this tune was gonna, what this tune collection was gonna do to me. I think I was excited. I was looking at something else, and I saw that there was a collection of tunes called Circus Tunes, and I was just curious, and so I went looking for it. We've heard a little bit of the Circus Tunes on the Halloween episode, so maybe we'll start off with a refresher of playing 
um, that set from the Halloween episode. But yeah, this is the celebrated circus tunes performed at Edinburgh this season with the addition of some new reels and stress bays set for the pianoforte or violin and bass by John Watlin. I, like I said, I was like, what are circus tunes? I don't know what rabbit hole got me to this collection of tunes, but it is like, they're all just really stinking good. Um, all is not the right word, but all the ones that I can play are really good. There's a probably only, I think I'm playing less than half of the collection tunes. Um, but yeah, they are, they are super good. And I, I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole that was not very fruitful. So I, I don't know, I guess that's not a rabbit hole if it doesn't go anywhere, but trying to figure out like, well, what is a circus in 18th century Edinburgh? Like, um, because I'm not sure. Like, I'm just not sure what that actually means. So, um, and I never really figured that out. I assume that it is something similar to, you know, what we'd think of as a circus today of animals and clowns and uh, dances and things. But a lot of the tunes in here are sort of, they give off a real big, um, like just performance vibe, just like, oh, this is, so I was wondering if circus was kind of a catch-all for people performing. Um, so anyway, let's, like I said, let's start with uh, the tunes that I played um, on that Halloween episode. This is the Milliner's House in the Pantomime, the Fairy's Triumph, and then the Siege of Belgrade performed by the Little Devil. Uh, but these are both from Watlin's collection of circus tunes, and they're just lovely. Thank you. 
Yeah, so that was on my uh, Freeman tweaked F, low F whistle, and then just a generation F whistle. Uh, I, figured, <laughs> I figured out after recording that that I could uh, tune both the Freeman tweaked and the generation F at this point because of the... Well, the, I, I bought the small F whistle to kind of carry on in my pocket, and that's or that's what I've done with it. And it has become Robin's favorite thing to, like, grab, and he literally just pulled the mouthpiece off the other day. So, like, now that's tunable, too. Uh, anyway, so I'm definitely going to have to go back and tune <laughs> tune that tune and record it. But uh, I guess that's the only track that I actually know for sure is going to be on um, Roly Poly. As an album, I really love that. Uh, really love that bit. Uh, but yeah, I you know I went looking around for the Fairy's Triumph. Uh, couldn't find a single reference to it. I asked Dave Rollins, who is big on uh, kind of 18th century opera and pantomime performances, if he'd ever seen anything of it, and couldn't. So if anybody knows anything about the Fairy's Triumph or has any leads to where I can find more information about that performance or that concert or opera, whatever it is. Um, Help me out. I'd, I'd love to hear some more tunes from that uh, from that performance. Uh, same thing with Siege of Belgrade. The Little Devil shows up a couple times throughout Watlin's um, manuscript of uh, or Watlin's book as, as like part of like oh this is the person who's performing it. So I'm not sure who the Little Devil is either. I haven't done a deep dive on that yet. So uh, does anybody know who the Little Devil is? Performer uh, around Edinburgh in the 1790s. Uh, well, anyway, let's get on to another tune here. Uh, next, let's do German dance. Um, yeah, I'll I'll just play it and then we'll we'll talk about it. Uh, this one Watlin has uh, being performed by Mr. Sutton. Yeah, that's the first tune uh, in the collection, and I really like it. It's called German Dance. When I posted it on social media a couple months ago, um, I think David, um, 
Osbrink, who uh, was on that uh, kind of Swedish Pipes Drones as Regulators episode. I could be wrong, but I think this is his Instagram handle, but it's, it's Tevdava, uh, T-V-E-D-A-V-A. But anyway, uh, he mentioned in Sweden some dance tunes uh, of the Scottish type, or Scottish type, uh, were called German uh, German dances, or even German polskas. This tune could be played and danced as a Scottish, uh, so I wonder if it might be one. Uh, not that it would be anything unusual. I'm curious if it's a Scottish collection, though, since it would be a kind of fun with a German dance. It would be Scotland, considering it would be called the Scottish dance in Germany. Um, and then, kind of similarly, when I posted on TikTok... Shh, quiet, TikTok. Um, when I posted on TikTok, my friend Amanda, who's a Patreon supporter, thanks, Amanda... Um, she said the same thing. Like this song would be excellent for the the Scottish dance or Scottish dance, um, which I've heard is a Germanization of Scottish. No idea if that's true. So yeah, don't know. But uh, it was kind of cool that two people <laughs> said, "Hey, I think that's a uh, a Scottish dance." Uh, I'm not sure how you're supposed to pronounce that, but um, Amanda, like me, grew up in Wisconsin. Although she grew up in Western Wisconsin, I'm not sure if that's where she would have been exposed to this or not. She also grew up like uh listening to her mom who's a bagpiper and going to the world's competition and stuff like that in scotland so um she's been around more than i have but i'm not sure if her exposure to to the scottish dance type is uh because of kind of wisconsinites general love of polkas uh i kind of feel bad that i grew up um not liking polka because of being in wisconsin and being like a contrarian um yeah i wish i had i wish i had embraced it Uh, I tried, I think I did try, like, as a late teenager, going to some gig and trying to, like, listen to the polka band and decide if I really liked it. Um, I don't think I did, but I kind of love the vibe of, uh, like, I think John Candy kind of nails it in Home Alone, where the polka band is, like, renting a rider truck and, like, playing music all the way home. Like, you get that vibe that the the old dudes that made up the polka band in my youth, uh, polka bands in my youth around Wisconsin, like we're just having a damn fine time, um, playing music. Uh, anyway, um, speaking of TikTok, let's go to the, for the next one, let's do Highland Fair, uh, which I released on TikTok and then, uh, somebody did a duet with kind of, except again, it was before I realized I could tune my Jerry Freeman whistle. So rather than doing a proper duet, um, I just recorded it and then sent it to me. Anyway, uh, let's. Here's me playing the Highland Fair, which is another tune out of Watlands Circus Tunes. It's a really lovely tune that, like, um, my, my problem with it, it's clearly an excellent middle tune. Like, I love that tune. It is not the beginning nor the end of a set. That is a middle tune, clearly. Um, and it kind of lends itself to TikTok in that sense. So I, I posted it, and then shortly after, um, a 
TikTok uh, creator that I spend, I've do it a, a couple times and uh, had some fun exchanges with uh, who goes by at Celtic Flute. Um, but James McLaughlin, anyway, he, uh, he sent me, he sent me a video or sent me a recording of himself trying to do a duet with it. But he mentioned that, you know, my F whistle was out of tune with his F whistle, because like I said, I forgot that I, I didn't realize I could tune the thing yet. Um, anyway, so he sent me a recording and then I kind of badgered him for another one. Cause he sent me a recording of him duetting it, you know, and, and TikTok is a weird platform where, you know, you, you're not, it's sort of the great collaboration space, except it's terrible for doing music because the sync is bad. And like the people that are able to do sync, Synced duets on TikTok are, I don't know, I don't know how they're doing it other than using a third platform thing. But uh, anyway, so James said, you know, I, I couldn't TikTok with you because we were out of tune, but here I sent you a thing. And it's it's lovely stuff. It's just absolutely lovely. So uh, anyway, like I said, this tune is clearly a middle tune and not a first or last tune. Um, so it's a little awkward to, to listen to it on its side. But this is James playing um, flute or whistle and guitar and just, it's just lovely. So thanks, James, for the tune. <laughs> first time that I uh, duetted with James was playing um, The Gravel Walk. Uh, I'm not sure if he made it onto the podcast then, because I definitely benefited from using his recording of The Gravel Walk to try out a G-Whistle um, doing it. I've totally lost that G-Whistle. I was thinking that it was going to be the perfect one to just give to Robin, or to I was going to do some experimenting with it, and it, I just I can't find it. Can't find it. I had it since the move, but uh, it's definitely gone now. Um but yeah, it's been it's been kind of cool. I enjoy every time James um, uh, James posts stuff on on TikTok, be it music or just kind of talking about things. But um, every once in a while, he'll post music of like him out and about doing a session or a gig or something or some club meeting with him and his dad and like like all these. It's always I think I first noticed it with James's dad of like, wait, that's that's Paul Martin, isn't it? Like that's the dumb home piper who I've like been following on Instagram and. Uh, has a pet raven and like whatever magpie I can't remember but like another one of these you know Paul Martin if you're not familiar is another one of these people like um, that that so many so many of us get this bagpipe uh, acquisition disease right um, but yeah 
Paul's a glorious border piper, uh, Ellen Piper. His profile picture on Facebook is Highland Pipes, which I don't know why I didn't think he played that, but he also was posting a clip of, um, he, he has one of Nicholas Conradson's new double board uh, medieval chanters I was kind of enjoying. And of course he has a hurdy-gurdy. And anyway, um, but yeah, I think just kind of always watching James and his dad's videos of like the sessions they're going to, it's like, oh, there's Paul Martin. Oh, there's Ian Gelston. Like, oh, I've never quite had so much FOMO for not living in England. Um, but anyway, um, good stuff. And thanks for sharing the tune, James. Go check his TikTok out. Uh, all right, next one. Let's go back to Germany. This is going to be the German waltz uh, rather than the German dance. Uh, back to Watland's celebrated circus tunes. that like definitely gonna have to figure out a way to put that on the album because i just love it so much but it's really it's it's deceivingly difficult um to play from memory anyway um so yeah definitely love that tune the german waltz all right let's go on to the next one shall we um i guess in order for for ease of how this page is organized we're going to go with the lily next um yeah again another tune obviously out of Waltland's collection this one is the note uh sorry that previous one the german waltz was performed by w duchettes it doesn't say performed just says by w duchettes uh this one the lily is performed by mr ricketts again from Waltland's celebrated circus tunes Thank you. 
recording it on inlet pipes i realized you know uh that works on border pipes too pretty easily so anyway here it is on border pipes It's good to know this next one back uh, still on Lowland Pipes. This is Miss Ann Bailey's Fancy. At least I think it's Lowland Pipes. Might be the Border Chanter. Should have double checked. Sorry. But anyway, it's Miss Ann Bailey's Fancy. Uh, and Miss Ann Bain's Fancy, rather. And it is uh, written by Jay Watland. So the guy who collected, like, who published this collection, the Watland collection. I assume that that is who the Jay Watland is that wrote this tune. Miss Ann Bain's Fancy. Indeed, I had switched to the GE Border Chanter. Uh, all right, let's go to Leap Over the Garter. This is another recording we have heard on the podcast before because it sounds very similar to a tune that Harta played um, back on that episode. And so it also sounds very similar to the Cyber Piper tune. So that is, uh, that's the track we're listening to here. So anyway, um, in Watland, this is called Leap Over the Garter. Uh, and it's, uh, the note is that it's performed by Mr. Ricketts. Thank you. 
here's another one from Mr. Ricketts. Uh, this is Lads If You Love Me. poking around for another uh, tune by performed by Mr. Ricketts, uh, like that last one, Lads If You Love Me, and came across the Caledonian Beauty, um, which is another one performed by Mr. Ricketts, and it's uh, it was a pain in the butt to do. I'll just play it for you quick on whistle, and then I wound up kind of losing my brain, figuring out how to do a big old dumb thing with it, so here's the, the basic melody on F whistle first. So it's, it's essentially an impossible melody to play on anything except for, like, a really, really good, easy working uh, Illin pipe or a whistle, because it goes from, like, high C, or low C to high C, uh, which is a really hard jump to do on Illin pipes. Pastoral pipes, maybe, could pull it off a little bit easier. Um, even on whistle, it's pretty hard to pull off. But anyway, so I, I did a tried it with a bunch of whistles and some small pipes. Uh, I have this kind of cursed version of this where I've got B flat small pipes and D small pipes going along with F whistles and a D jaw or an A jaw harp and a rattle. Uh, I'll do it just with the B flat small pipes and all that other stuff. It's still, I'm, I'm not sure if I love this or absolutely hate it, but anyway, here is the Caledonian beauty as performed by Mr. Ricketts with me putting everything into it. Thank you. 
Yeah, maybe I should do like a whole episode of just uh, that didn't work uh, <laughs> takes. Because, uh, yeah, that I'm leaving it in, I guess, so y'all can appreciate just uh, quite what I put myself through trying to find something interesting and it failing. Uh, I've been working on a uh, holiday album, I suppose, with uh, James from the Droning On podcast and John Charles. It's probably not going to be out till next year, maybe a single um, be released, but definitely have been experimenting with different uh, with different settings and being like, nope, that one didn't work, but I did spend six hours trying to make it work. <laughs> um, anyway, let's do something uh, slightly more conventional. Uh Again, from Watlin's Celebrated Circus Tunes, this is Lady Eliza Callender's favorite. Uh, this one is actually by Watlin, uh, by Jay Watlin, and it's it's awesome. This is a really good tune. So I really didn't mean for this episode to turn into a deep dive, but um, I was kind of looking for the next tune I'm going to play, uh, Oxford Castle, uh, which is by uh, Lady uh, Dalrymple. And uh, Lady Dalrymple's tunes, I wanted to play all of them because it's just cool to have like some women's tunes in the collection. And I went looking for a different setting because uh, Miss Dalrymple often puts things in a key... Uh, that are sort of out of the range of what I'm looking for and are in B-flat, or where B is the only flat, and uh, that means that I have to transpose the tune. So anyway, I was looking for uh, other settings of the tune so I didn't have to transpose it in my head or to get an idea what it sounded like, and James Aird has it, um, but on the same page that James Aird has it is another setting for Lady Eliza Callender's favorite, um, this time saying it's Irish. So, like, I don't know if that means Jay Watlin is Irish, so... 
you know, Lady Eliza Callender's favorite, uh, says by Jay Watlin in Watlin setting and an aired setting, it says Lady Eliza Callender's favorite. And I think aired setting, it's in volume four, which might be, I think it, I think it predates Watlin's book. Watlin's book is like 1791, 93, and I think the fourth volume of Aired is in the 1780s or 90s. Uh, anyway, so I don't know, maybe John Watlin is uh, is Irish? Not 100% sure, or it's a different tune. So anyway, here is, um, this is a very different setting, uh, sounding, at least the way I'm playing it anyway. Um, I might just be that I'm butchering Watlin's own setting, but uh, Aired has it in a much more conventional key for playing kind of Irish and Scottish music, um, so I'm less confused <laughs> from the beginning. So anyway, here is Aired's setting for Lady Eliza Callender's favorite. self-conscious about using that F whistle, so uh, I'm going to record it now on my low D whistle, which is actually what sounds like it's written in terms of like um, key signature and uh, and all that. I tell you what, I was thinking I would take a music theory class once I was done with that PhD. Uh, I think I'm going to take a music theory class once I am done designing new courses uh, where I can like not be uh having to learn what i'm about to teach before i teach it constantly so anyway so this is lady eliza calendar's favorite again from aired except using a low d whistle rather than an f so you can get a sense of what aired thought it should sound like So everything has gone a little kind of out of order here. So uh, I'm going to play Oxford Castle, which is, again, in Watland's collection. Uh, it is attributed to Miss C period D underscore L-E period. It's always like weird looking at uh, 18th century print 
like the the culture of like oh we're gonna we're gonna this is expletive so we're not going to include that or we're going to protect the name of the innocent so it's sort of weird that the name of the woman that composed this tune is uh blanked out uh so we don't get to know who it is um it seems likely that the tune was composed by um, lady catherine dalrymple bing just going to bing in here to do a correction. Um, this episode has been recorded over the course of like four different sessions um, and days. Uh, but anyway, listening back to it, I realized uh, kind of part of the problem with not actually putting the name of the person that composed it is I have the name wrong. So uh, Lady Kate Dalrymple is the kind of folk song that we're going to talk about in a future episode uh, and play at the end of this episode. And the name of the woman who composed these tunes is almost certainly Christian Dalrymple. Um, and yeah, other places in this manuscript, she is just called, uh, by Miss C period D, uh, Miss C period D. There's another tune that's attributed to Miss C period D, uh, that is Miss W Dalrymple's Fancy, lovely tune. Um, we'll, we'll check that out in the future. Anyway, I'm going to continue to refer to Christian Dalrymple as Catherine Dalrymple. Just know that I know I'm wrong and now you know what's right. Bing! Which is funny. Because uh, we're going to end the episode with a tune that we think of today as uh, Miss Kate Dalrymple. But, um, but yeah, I didn't, you know, honestly, Oxford Castle is the only one that like caught my eye. And it is another one of these that I have to kind of transpose to, in order to play. And I didn't really notice that it was composed by a woman until looking around for another setting of it that I could um, sight read. And it has led to a significant... Uh, deep dive wormhole kind of thing. So I think what I'm going to do is only include Oxford Castle as uh, included here by Catherine Dalrymple and aired. And I might do a whole separate episode on the Dalrymples on Catherine Dalrymple and Kate Dalrymple. I'm not sure if they're related yet, but um, both Kate and Catherine Dalrymple left like journals behind and there are things written about them, and uh, that makes me want to spend more time with it. So, you know, women certainly played and enjoyed music in the 18th century, but they're just so often left out of these printed sources. So here we see that, like, just so blatantly of, like, oh, yeah, here's a tune by Miss CD. Like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, uh, yeah, it's not, uh, it's not great the treatment of women in the 18th century, it turns out. Um, anyway, so this is uh, a lovely tune. Here is uh, Oxford Castle by likely Miss Catherine Dalrymple uh, from John Watlin's collection.
So I was having to sight read and kind of make adjustments to that because it's um, the way that uh, Miss Dalrymple has it, which seems likely to be um, the composer. Um, there are other collections or other tunes that are a little bit more clear that it's um, Dalrymple, which is going to tie into another tune this episode. Uh, anyway, Dalrymple has it in B flat, which means I have to transpose it up like a note, and I'm doing that by sight reading. I'm still not perfect at it. Aired has the same tune, very similar setting uh, from volume four, uh, except it is not... <laughs> I don't have to transpose it. So I'll just play aired setting quick to do a closer version of how that tune's actually supposed to sound. So this is Oxford Castle. Um, this time it's aired setting rather than Miss Dalrymple's. Y'all, it, it, it just pains me not to pull at the Dalrymple thread, um, but we're not going to pull on it. It's going to be a separate episode. We're already at 50 minutes, and there's a lot more of these Watlin tunes to get to. So um, anyway, let's do another tune. This is about a woman, but not by one. This is Miss Mardlaw's Reel, or Miss Wardlaw's Reel, sorry, uh, by Mr. Clarkson. Lovely, lovely little tune. Another reason for me to think that this might be an Irish, uh, that John Watlin might be Irish, uh, he has the celebrated air, A Sa Era, as chanted at Paris, July 14th of 1790. So, um, anyway, this is the downfall of Paris, but it isn't quite, um, but it, it very much is the kind of spiritual, uh, it's, you know, it's a concordance with the downfall of Paris. But anyway, uh, here it is, lovely stuff.
Well, we wouldn't have had the downfall of Paris if it wasn't for sailors, and uh, all of my information about the Napoleonic Wars comes from the Jack Aubrey novels, so therefore, this next tune makes total sense. This is Jack the Sailor. Did I say Jack Aubrey? Yeah, the Patrick O'Brien, Jack Aubrey, Stephen Metrian series. Anyway, here's Jack the Sailor uh, from Waltland's collection. This is uh, The note here is that it was danced by Mr. Holland. And this next one is The Ton by Sigmund, or Sieur, Sieur, sorry, I wasn't expecting French in this, uh, Sieur Edelman, I think, S-I-G-R, Signor, Signor, that's, oh, if this was in Canada and New France, I would assume that was, uh, Sieur, but anyway, uh, Sieur Edelman.
right, so that was The Ton by Sigur Edelman. S-I-G-R Edelman. Anyway. Uh, and now next one, this is Miss Montgomery's Reel. This is by Captain Calendar. So I don't know, maybe this is uh, Calendar's favorite. Maybe their relation. Uh, what was that tune called again? Goodness, y'all. Lady Eliza Calendar's favorite. And here is a tune, Miss Montgomery's Room by Captain Calendar. So who knows? Maybe these people are all related. Everybody's related. Uh, anyway, here's Miss Montgomery's Reel. Sight read the first time through. Uh, anyway, so here the next one on a uh, new page. Here, this is the surrender of Kalis. same page is Better Late Than Never uh, by Playel, I think is what it says. Uh, the tune in the middle here, Lady Stepford's Reel, is also really good, but I don't have, I'm not going to record it right now, but it's another cracking tune. Uh, anyway, so here is Better Late Than Never by Playel.
All right. And then uh, I was, uh, I haven't played Highland Pipes in like months. And I, when I finished my grades, I got the new reads I had ordered. I ordered a new set of drone reads, uh, the, literally the first paycheck I got here at uh, in North Dakota. And I, I didn't put them in until now when I got paid in September, which means I haven't played my Highland Pipes since September. Uh, anyway, I thought, I, I fully thought I was going to not like them anymore, uh, just because, you know, Inland Pipes and Border Pipes have been having so much fun with, and even Small Pipes and Shuttle Pipes. Um, I thought, you know, maybe, maybe the attraction to Highland Pipes is just over. I've got other things now. Um, but yeah, as soon as I put three new drones in, man, and a new reed, Oh, Highland bagpipes, you know, they don't tell you this, but Highland bagpipes are really stinking cool. So uh, anyway, here's another crack at um, Better Late Than Never, which seems like a fitting thing to, you know, finally get around to playing Highland pipes again. So uh, anyway, here is Better Late Than Never on Highland pipes for the first time in months. And also playing around with some funky fingering. I didn't get through all of the Watlin tunes that I'm absolutely in love with, and uh, I'm quite excited to pull on this uh, Lady Dalrymple thread a bit. So we're going to have another uh, episode of Season 6, almost certainly in 2023, though. Uh, you might get a little mini-episode from me before the end of the year, announcing uh, or kind of showing some samples from that uh, forthcoming I don't know if we're going to release a single or, or what, but like I said, uh, James from over at um, Droning On and John Charles, who guest hosted that uh, Porsche to Beale episode, uh, and I are working on a project of like holiday tunes. So uh, we, we're kind of missing the deadline for this year, but next year we're hoping to release that uh, at some point. Um, but we got a couple tracks done, so we'll see. Uh, and that's actually what we're going to go on on is a tune that I was kind of thinking a set that I was thinking to put together to flesh out the album so it's not just five one minute long tracks which was sort of what it was shaping up to be um and you know there's a Watland tune in here too uh it's actually the Kate Dalrymple one the one that I'm gonna wind up doing a deep dive on in Watland's collection it's just called the New Highland Laddie by Dr. Harrington of Bath um but it's you know pretty recognizable as Kate Dalrymple which like I said we'll talk about on the 
uh, episode where we talk about the Dalrymples in general. But I made a set of uh, a couple tunes from William Gunn. Uh, the first page of William Gunn's uh, tune collection, William Gunn published, if you're not if that name isn't ringing a bell from earlier episodes, but uh, he put out a collection of Highland Pipe music, I think in 1848, but it's lovely stuff. Uh, and page one is The Charms of Whiskey, followed by The Christmas Carousing. So I was like, well, there's a set. So uh, this set here that we're going to go out on is The Charms of Whiskey, uh, and then The New Highland Laddie, and then The Christmas Carousing. So we've got Gun, and then Watlin, and then Gun. Um, yeah, so thanks everybody for hanging out and uh, supporting the podcast. Hey, if you ever think that, wow, I really like that Way Too Togs Bag Pipe and History podcast, I wish I had thought of that, um, get in touch, you know? Uh, next semester I'm teaching four classes and Robin will be older and more mobile. He he crawled for the first time today on flat surface. I don't know if it really counts as crawling because he was like pulling himself across, but it was the first time he had forward momentum on flat floor, uh, without one of us, uh, without having something to brace against. So, uh, I'm about to become a lot more tired, <laughs> I think is what that means. So if you have ideas similar to what this podcast is and are like not a sexist or a racist or a transphobe, you know, get in touch. And I'd happily, uh, kind of talk to you about, uh, doing like a guest episode. Uh, John Charles set the bar pretty stinking high for what, uh, <laughs> like what guests episodes can be um you know if you just want to you know play through uh you know a collection of i don't know just just get in touch you know i'm happy to talk you talk you through doing an episode but uh i i enjoy having more than one episode a month and i probably need to stick to one episode a month uh next year so if you want to flesh that out so we can have two episodes, that'd be great. Uh, anyway, if you want to support the podcast, uh, go to patreon.com slash way to twog. And uh, yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Let's go out on that set and have a happy solstice. If I don't hear you, have a happy new year. And yeah, this is The Charms of Whiskey from William Gunn, The New Highland Laddie by Dr. Harrington of Bath from Watlin's Collection, and The Christmas Carousing from William Gunn. Cheers. <laughs>